A housing plan was announced by the City of Toronto on Friday and Mayor John Tory. He's been a little bit embattled, some criticism about the strong mayor powers, some debate about limiting urban sprawl, and clearly, it's more provincial, the green belt. And that's been talked about when it comes to housing. But the city seems to have a plan, and believe it or not, it got very, very strong approval, like a massive amount of approval, even from some of John Tory's political rivals and his critics, people that have run against him for mayor, were very praiseworthy of John Tory's plan on Friday. So we talk about that with City Councilor Brad Bradford, amongst other things, on Toronto Today. You presented this along with the mayor on Friday, and let me say again, it's very uh, rare that something gets acclaimed as dramatically as I thought Friday did. Were you surprised by all the people that loved what you guys have in mind? I think folks recognize we are in a housing crisis and the time for politicking around housing is over. We need to move forward and we need to move at speed. This plan developed uh, by the mayor came together with consultation uh, with a lot of different folks from across the city, across the housing space, uh, residents, tenants, folks in the not-for-profit sector. So when something like this comes out, uh, presenting a bold vision and, and folks are on board. Uh, it really is a product and a reflection of the work that uh, went into putting it together. You're the chair of planning and housing committee. As you started to see the plan that was announced Friday develop, um, there had to be a level of excitement. There had to be a level of proactiveness. But as you just said, sometimes people say they want bold things. And then when it comes to to reacting or or actually putting a putting a stamp on it, they they pull away a little bit. That's right. And that's a challenge with housing in this city and many other cities. You know, my background was in urban planning. I actually used to work in the in the chief planner's office prior to running for council. And many of these ideas have been discussed at nauseum at length for many, many years. And and yet the housing crisis and the challenges around affordability continue to get worse and worse. So I really do think we're at a breaking point when it comes to housing in this city. This is the generational crisis facing all of us right now. And uh, the time for talk is over. It is time to deliver action. The mayor was unequivocal during the campaign that he was set out to do that. I shared that sentiment. And as you pointed out, we are moving fast. Uh, this is assertive. We have very tight timelines and we have very specific direction on the ways that we are going to unlock more housing for more people in more neighborhoods. And, uh, you know, again, coming from this space, it's really exciting to see it come together. And I'm hoping we can have a robust discussion at council. Um, but on the other side of it, come out united to move this forward. Brad Bradford is our guest on Toronto Today on 640 Toronto. Um, and, and this also limits the concept of urban sprawl. It's 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 a lot more concentrated in terms of housing. Urban sprawl isn't great. Um, it's it's not great for climate. It's not uh, it, it keeps more people separated from mass transit. What your plan does is meant to do the opposite. Yeah, we're we're making a couple of big moves that are really going to help us intensify here in the city of Toronto. And you're absolutely right, Greg. You know, uh, sprawl is expensive. It compromises our ability to meet our climate goals. Uh, you know, it's very cost prohibitive to service those new lands, and and it undermines our ability to deliver mass transit, which of course is really important to moving folks across the region. So. You know, for Toronto's part, we have a provincial housing goal of 285,000 new homes over the next 10 years. The only way we're going to accomplish that is by intensifying. And we're making a couple of moves, whether that's ending exclusionary zoning in our neighborhoods or up zoning on our main streets or, you know, even legalizing multi-tenant housing across the city. These are the big things that we've talked about for so long 
this plan is going to deliver it. And, uh, you know, I think all of council is is having a, a moment of reckoning where too little action took place for too long. And now it's the time to move it forward. So we're going to do that at speed. I want to talk about multiplexes and rooming houses in a second. But Mayor Tory laid out on Friday something that I think is real important, and that's uh, the, to cre- increase the availability of student housing and, and thereby make student housing more affordable. That's that's simply supply and demand. I feel like if nothing had gotten done, I think those numbers at TMU and U of T and and some of the colleges in the city, Brad, I I think that they were going to be hurting at at a point in time that people would choose other more affordable options. I know I got a kid going to post-secondary in two years, and that's on my mind is where he lives and what his cost of living is. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we have to think about this as a housing ecosystem. All levels of government need to be seized with this issue of delivering housing for everybody. And, you know, our universities are among the best in the entire world. We are a magnet for talent. We are a magnet for immigration. All of that is very important to our future success. But absent a housing plan that is going to ensure we have safe and affordable supply of housing, Uh, All of those goals are undermined. So yes, we're working with the co-op sector. We need to get more purpose-built rental uh, constructed. We need to work with our universities and higher education to make sure that those students are coming here, whether it's from across the province, the country, or around the world, uh, that they have housing options to to land in when they get here in the city. It's very important. So rooming houses, multi-tenant housing. Um, some people say this is good. You're going to get some backlash from the NIMBY crowd, but uh, you know most people also are looking at this saying, "Too bad. Maybe the NIMBYs have had their way for too long." Give me the sense as to as to d- define in essence for our listeners what what you look for in in rooming houses and why it, they've been so restricted in terms of legislation and bylaws prior to this. Well, it's interesting. You know, I lived in what was uh, effectively a rooming house when I went to to university here in the city. And and it's really the idea of having roommates. It's as basic as that. Uh, you know, I lived in a house and there was seven or eight of us living there. We, we shared, uh, you know, a kitchen and some central accommodation and we each had our own bedroom. Why that is so important to the affordability of this city is is that is sort of the baseline, uh, some of the most affordable housing options that you can have. For years, we have had parts of the city where rooming houses are permitted, and we've had parts of the pre-amalgamation city, let's call it, where, where they are illegal. The reality is they exist everywhere in Toronto. There's no part of this city where there are not rooming houses. So from a policy perspective, um, you know, from a practical perspective, what we are doing is legalizing that permission everywhere and accompanying it with the resources and the tools to make sure that those living accommodations are safer, first and foremost, for the tenants who live there. And also from a bylaw perspective, making sure that rooming houses are good neighbors for for other folks on the street. There's, you know, there are lots of examples that you can point to um, where those accommodations could be better, both for tenants and for neighbors. But it isn't helpful to stick our head in the sands and pretend that they don't exist because they do. I want to get to one other uh, big issue uh, apart from housing. But real quick, um, do you have the confidence two days from now um, that that council will will like what they see here? Well, I can tell you as the chair of planning and housing, I've been working the phone all weekend. I've been talking to my colleagues, uh, listening to some of the concerns that they might have, how we can work through that. But again, you know, housing is on the ballot. That is what Mm -hmm. this term is about. And, uh, you know, I think everybody heard loud and clear from the electorate here in Toronto that we need to move forward and much Mm -hmm. faster than we ever have before. So I'm confident this will pass. Uh, You know, we still have a lot of work to do between now and Wednesday. 
Um, but it's it's never been more important to get this right. It is the generational challenge facing Toronto right now, and we're here to lead on it. So now I, I got a minute and a half, so stretch out um, this answer if you want. But just before midnight near Spadina Avenue, uh, a fire broke out at an encampment under the Gardner Expressway. This comes two weeks after a massive explosion. A lot of people might have seen the Instagram feed. And we're lucky there wasn't more either loss of life or it didn't affect the cars on the overpass. This is getting to be a problem. Encampments under the Gardner uh, Expressway and explosions and fires. Um, what can be done about it in the short term? Well, first and foremost, I would say, you know, of course, we are thinking about the folks who are, you know, caught up in these sorts of tragedies. And I think it really underscores what we're talking about, our new housing action plan. We cannot have folks living outside. We cannot have folks living in parks or encampments. You know, in a city as wealthy uh, as Toronto, we need to do better and we make need to make sure we give folks the dignity of a roof over their head and the supports so that they can be successful. And, and I just think that we have to be more aggressive in our objectives to build more housing, supportive housing, uh, affordable housing, so that we can get folks back on track. It, it's just not safe. Uh, to be living outside. And, um, you know, you see these fires that break out from time to time. Uh, you see a loss of life. I just don't think that's acceptable in a city like ours. And and it really underscores the urgency for us to do much, much more on housing at speed. It's definitely an urgent time. City Councilor for Beaches East York, Brad Bradford, joining us. Thanks so much for this. And, and I know we'll talk again uh, as this plan moves forward. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Greg. There's Brad Bradford joining us. Yeah, background in urban planning. He knows his stuff. And simply put, um, this has to cross over ideologies. This has to cross over left, right, center. It has to do all those things. We need fixes here. And this seems to be one. It's getting a. I can't think of the last time something was put forward at any level of government that got this kind of approval and praise it's like a movie review that gets thumbs up from everybody um everybody likes this plan i'd be surprised if someone steps up in council two days from now and says it's too far this is too much too fast we'll see i've been wrong before